All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's February. Thanks for joining us again on the podcast. We had a few months off. I know you guys don't listen in order anyway, so hopefully you had a chance to catch up. We've got a couple things lined up for you very shortly. And very importantly, especially for Hawaii, we will have a discussion about the recent increase in um, violence. And also, we had this discussion about self-defense and what you need to think about and know if you're involved in something where you may have to defend the taking of your life and possibly be involved in taking another life. So uh, I think that will be a very interesting discussion. There's a lot of things that people don't realize that you should know and we'll give you an in-depth look at what you should be prepared for. That's coming up this week. We talked with uh, Steve. Steve has an upcoming jujitsu match and he is going to tell us all about it. I hope you guys enjoy it. And thanks again for coming back. I have about, uh, well, I have, I have a little bit of time today to talk with you, Steve, Steve or Steven? I prefer Steve. What is your fight name? Steve? Um, I go with Steve. Okay. You have an, you have an upcoming match. (laughs) You have an upcoming, I'm talking with Steve today, you have an upcoming jujitsu match, that's different from a fight, and um, what is the event, can you tell me about the event? Uh, so, uh, the event is called Submission Battleground, and uh, basically it's a locally promoted jujitsu event, first of its kind, and it should be a really, really big event. I saw some big names on that card. There's the that Meow guy. I heard he's popular. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, Barrett Yoshida, another one. Um, lot of lot of good guys. Let's get sidetracked before we get on track. Barrett Yoshida, you known him for a long time. Uh, Barrett Yoshida is one of the OGs from Grappling Unlimited. He's that is, uh, he, that is Ensign's place. That's Egan Noise Gym. Yeah. Barrett okay. is Barrett falls into the category of legend, Hall of Famer, whatever you want to call it. He's got he's got some accomplishments. He's pretty damn good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And uh, who you know who he's matched up with? Uh, he's matched up with uh, Radamano from Mono Jiu Jitsu. Okay, so that's Radamano runs uh, Mono in Mono, uh, right? Right. And. Um, <laughs> He's he's been around for a long time too, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, he also has. Yeah. Should be a good match. Some, we can talk about some of the other matches before we get to your match. We also have who else? Who else is a, a um, main card? Main event. The main event itself is, uh, I believe, Hunter Ward and uh, John, Jeremy Nita. Jeremy. Jeremy from Trickster. Yeah. Um, Two studs should be another real good match. Right. Jeremy, very well known um, in Hawaii. He's the jiu-jitsu guy um, in Hawaii. He's um, He's got a good place. He's got um, running a really good gym, really packed. Looks like a party every time they upload. And um, right. should should be a good good uh, yeah. battle. There's a stud too, man. I mean, yeah, it should be a really good match. Yes. So... Uh, definitely a good event, uh, and there are actually a lot of matches on that. There's a lot. I believe there's everything from children to a few white belt matches as well, too. 
children, white belts, and this thing starts. I'm looking at the webpage now, March 2nd, 2024, Saturday. Yes, sir. And it starts uh, 2 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. Um, and it's going to be at the Hawaii Convention Center, 1801 Kalakaua Avenue. And that is right next to uh, Fe- uh, FEMNU, just down the street from FEMNU, and right across from Roxa, if you need map references. Hmm. What are those places? Sounds I believe, familiar. I believe it's some sort of um, club or bar or something, but they've been uh, around for a long time also. Reputable places, I assume. Reputable places. Check their Yelp. Um <laughs> So submission battleground. There are tickets available: twenty dollars up to nine hundred dollars. Yes, I believe the standing room tickets, and then just for plain entry, and then you get your VIPs, you got your tables, and so forth. Okay, so if you have friends, maybe look look at getting a table. If you don't have any friends, you should probably just buy one ticket for yourself. <laughs> Or find some friends. Or find some friends. You know, you can make yeah. friends. Ju- actually, jujitsu is a good place to make friends. It is. All different types of people. All different types of people is correct. Um, they're everybody, all backgrounds, all kinds of stuff. Their event is listed at eight hours all the way up through, was it 10 o'clock almost? Yes, I believe so. And then your fight. Is at uh, mine is scheduled for eight thirteen p.m. That's a very specific time. Uh, what what is the length of the these matches? I uh, I believe it varies by uh, different uh, belt rankings and stuff, but uh, I think uh, the black belt matches are all six minutes. Six minutes, super all super yes. fight style. This is not uh, IBJJF all day fight ten times in the same day. Um, one event, super fight. Uh, no Submission points, only. no yes. stalling, no overtime, no nonsense. That's straight from their site. Yes. Um, Submission only tournament. So you either get subbed, you sub, or what? Draw? Win by, de- win by decision, basically. Goes to decision. So whoever is the more entertaining. Yes. All right. They got the stage listed at 35 by 35 foot elevated platform. And very professional events. First time they're they're coming over here, right? Yes, yes. So the uh, the owner of Hawaii Elite MMA, Charles, is the one putting on this event. So should be a good one. I mean, everybody involved from the MMA community and the BJJ community of Hawaii should be there. So should be a real big event. That's good. Those two communities cross over because they're both uh, involved in fighting of some some type. Um, one one side more than the other, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It should no. be a big event. It should be a real big event. Like, I'm excited for this one. You know, typically when uh, Fight to Win came down at first, it was it was a pretty good crowd, pretty big event. The last then one was kind of, a little bit less. Yeah, so it's slowly starting to kind of die out. The more often they come, I guess. So, mm. but with with this one being the first of its kind, you know, everybody wants to be on everybody wants to participate so should be good and how did you get involved in this event um basically we're we're matched up and uh charles and his guys did all the matchups and uh i got the call and yeah it just pretty much agreed and that, that was that 
And the la- the last one that you did was uh what weight? Uh, I believe it was one seven one seventy eight. I believe. Okay. Well, whatever it was you were on weight, um, you got you got that taken care of. This one, what same weight? One. Well, this one was uh, scheduled for the contract. We signed the contract at one hundred and seventy five pounds. Okay, three pounds less, and who knows what you'll end up at. Well, I know where you're at, but uh, who knows where well, you guys will end up at, right? Well, as long as it's under, or as long as it's at 181, then it's all good. Okay, that's very nice of you. Yeah, I gave some leeway, so I mean, 181 is fine. That's good, just so that the thing doesn't get... What What would happen if, if uh, somebody doesn't make weight or something that gets canceled, or... Um, I mean, it could get canceled, could find a last-minute replacement opponent, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it's jiu-jitsu, so, I mean, we'll just go out there and go anyway. <laughs> I think weight makes more of a difference in jiu-jitsu or actual fighting. Oh, no, I mean, they both they both have their advantages in both, you know? Which one is I think... more important? Is it fighting because you're going to get punched in the face? I I would think so. I would think uh, the the weight difference has yeah, it'd be more prevalent in uh, MMA. Mm. Whereas jujitsu, nobody's getting punched in the face, so you're okay. You think that um, MMA, UFC is gonna make its way over here, or since because you live here, you know how the government system is. You think there's too many hurdles for UFC it, to make it over here? Yeah, it seems like it. it I mean. I've seen the ones when Dana White said they he really did try, but whether was was hiccups with one end or the other end of getting it here, they they apparently they tried. So there's always hiccups when it comes to government uh, stuff. Yeah, I mean, but it would be huge over here, man. Oh, it would be real huge. I know there's a lot of people that try and have MMA matches every weekend at, at the yeah. bars. Yeah, exactly. So you know, maybe maybe it's like the racetrack. If they had a place to yeah. do it, then then they wouldn't do it at the bar. But those fights are for glory; they're not for money. So you know. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. But I they're uh, they never end up the way that people think they're going to end up. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know there'll be a lot of special duty for us to have uh, UFCs come down here, man. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think they'd need a lot of security for UFC. Gonna, I'm sure everybody get wild. Depending on how far west of town you have been. <laughs> or even if they had it at, at uh, Blaisdell or something like that. Yeah, or even like the stadium or something, you know? like Yeah, it, last last event for the stadium before they yeah, tear yeah. it down. Yeah, maybe something. The, we- the weather's good. Yeah, totally. So, <laughs> so this one, did you um, talk about getting ready for this? How much notice did you have? to get ready for this event oh this one was this one was good a lot month had months notice you know more than previous more than more than more than previous yeah i think fight to win it was two weeks notice or so mm. this one is about o- over 12 weeks notice so oh so there's a gradual weight cut then um from the last time i, I didn't actually go back up too high so it was actually mm. okay so what what is the yeah. weight cut mostly for you? Is it water? Is it carbs? Is it do anything different? Um, yeah, the biggest changes would be water and carbs for me. For me personally, you know, I, I drop my carbs. I drop a lot of uh, 
weight mm. that way. But then what also the water too. Well, what is the key to weight then? Is it carbs? Do I need more carbs? Mm, it, it really depends on the person, I think. You got to see what your body responds to because what might work for me like might not work for somebody else, you know. When I when I when I used to bulk up a lot, I used to use a lot of pasta. For me, pasta would be the the go to. Pasta over Whereas, rice. Yeah, that's that's strange for you. Yeah, so I mean, you just gotta find out what works. And at your so at your let's, while we're on that topic, then what was your heaviest weight? I got up to two hundred and seventy nine pounds. That's a lot heavier than. 170 pounds. Yeah. Just a little bit. But yeah, I was about 279 pounds. By choice. By choice. Uh, we were, so if you uh, talk to our friend Ernie at the time, Mr. Chang, we, uh, mm-hmm. we, had this, we had this bet to see who could get up to, who could get to 300 pounds. Because back then was, um, you know, we wanted to be, this one was in like the bodybuilding phase, big see how how huge we could get and stuff like that so we had that bet i think ernie got up to 297 pounds and i got up to 279 pounds i saw ernie when he was 297 pounds yeah so i yeah. probably you was know, a few fries away from a heart attack at that point you know i uh, think yeah he's he self-admits he probably was pretty close to a heart attack at that point too oh yeah i was i was too you know (laughs) so it's not not that good for you to be 297 pounds absolutely useless absolutely useless the only time i felt good was when i was lifting weights but were you doing jujitsu at that time too i i had stopped that whole period of time so no jujitsu no nothing no cardio no anything because that's going to burn the muscle definitely would you have been able to do jujitsu at that time? You think? No, not not even. <laughs> I couldn't even tie my shoe without getting winded or felt like I was choking. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's a different different life. Different life. I wasn't about that life. <laughs> well, Ernie's not about that life either. He's down under two hundred again. Yeah, he's... Oh yeah, man. Mister uh, Organic Trail Mix himself. Yeah, he's he's health and wellness. I got to get him on here too. Uh, the red light ambassador. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Red Light District. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's into all the the biohacking and health and wellness stuff, and not being three hundred pounds now. So I'll, I'll get him on here. Maybe I'll bring both of you on here. We can talk about being three hundred pounds and <laughs> the the struggle that that was life at the time. Because I remember he used to come in with that huge uh, fork and fork and spoon and bowl, and he'd just eat. Oh, yeah. I mean, I heard all the stories about the Chinatown sub, too, back in the day where if you couldn't leave your food in there. Otherwise, uh, Ernie would eat all you guys' food. <laughs> Ernie would eat anything. Yeah, Ernie yeah. would eat anything. Yeah. Yeah. So different lives. Okay. <laughs> so we're down to uh, 178 for this life. Good Good cut. No uh, No trouble with the cut. Getting down to the exact weight. Um. Yeah, no, no problems. Hardest part was actually trying to stay on the diet <laughs> i had my hiccups here and there where you know we had a whole bunch of stuff we had like valentine's day we had a uh, super bowl we had uh chinese new year we had birthday parties it just it was a mess trying to stay on the diet 
All no carbs through all of that. No, yeah, those were the days that I did not stick to the diet whatsoever. Super Bowl, I went off the rails. Oh, <clears throat> what what was the item that was? Was it pasta or was it? No, it wasn't even what you would think you would be. There was, was freaking corn dogs. <laughs> oh, corn dogs. Yeah, we went to went to Foodland to go check out get chicken for my son, and I saw the corn dogs in there and the potato wedges and yeah. It was if a bad were, day. If you're trying to be 300 pounds, is that a good good item to eat? Corn dogs? Oh, that oh that that's 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 a go-to right there. <laughs> corn dogs. I might, I might okay. I might I might get some corn dogs in. Have some <laughs> some breakfast. I'm not trying to be 300, but I you know I like to be an adult weight. You know now. Actually, we, we the, the same, same. We weigh the same weight the right same, now. Yeah, aren't we, the, aren't we the same weight, man? Yeah. It's funny because. Um, we don't look the same, so there's, uh, I think yeah, I need you, more corn dogs. You look, you look better, man. <laughs> you uh, look better. I got to eat more corn dogs, then. <laughs> but this fight is um, a gi match. That's the other thing I didn't, uh, we didn't talk about. So Jeremy's one is no gi. Yes. Which is uh, different. And then uh, well, Barrett is gi. Barrett is a gi match, yes. Is Barrett a gi guy, or he's a more no gi guy? Because uh, he's he's actually one of those guys that are he, he's a freak at both of them. Man, I mean, Barrett's fought MMA. Barrett's done no gi. Barrett's in the ADCC Hall of Fame, you know. So he's he's good from all aspects. Mm. So just uh, whatever the outfit of the day is, he's good to go. Yeah, he's uh, one of those. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's that's not fair. But um, so you got that, and then uh, Mono Rod, he is doing uh, gi. Yeah, his opponent is Barrett, so yeah, it's a gi match. Okay, I was just wondering if one of them was going to go no gi. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so okay, those two have a gi match. Uh, meow, meow gi. Gi, yeah. I think does, meow. He, he does a lot of no gi too now lately. Yeah, another ADCC guy. I, mean, I think uh, Ed Edmund Lee is the opponent. I think. Mm. Okay, so that'll be uh, I mean that's that's but the, Meow he does no gi, but gi is where he got really popular. Yeah, recognized. Yeah, so I I believe all the. I think with the exception of Jeremy's match and um. Taisha Alo, I think, or Taisha. The rest is all gi. The, the matches for the belts are all gi matches. Well, if it's sub only, then gi is still okay. Yeah. Okay, no. Though, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, even there's the uh, Bruno, Bruno Pucci, and um, the, the, the guy from Guam, um, Maya. Mm. <clears throat> so, it should be a good one, too. They got they got all kinds of people. I saw that list. It was like uh, it was like a forty second story to get through all the yeah. games on Instagram. And yeah. the kids, the kids at these events too is worth worth the price of admission because the kids look like miniature adults. Yeah, they. I think there's only a few this time. I think there's maybe uh two or three kids matches. Those kids, uh, the last time I saw the kids at Super Fights, they look like miniature adults. Um, I think there's, I don't know, they must learn better than adults. There's something about adults that it's hard to learn. I, I think it's, 
you know what it is with kids is that they have parents telling them you need to do this, you need to do that. Whereas an adult, you don't have to do it. You don't have somebody telling you to do this, do that. So you don't go to practice, you don't train. Oh, okay. When you're a kid, it's easier. Everything's mapped out. You're told what to do. You just got to go and do it. Yeah, that's a good point. I think. I think. That's a good point. But then do you find also for adults, like girls learn faster than the guys? Is it because guys don't listen? That could be that too. Yeah. I mean, you've got you've got idiots in class like me that prefer, your professor explains the move and then you have to ask everyone, what, what are we doing again? I, I'm one of those guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you've done well for for being one of those guys. I try. I mean, you you recently had a black belt promotion. Not that recently, but recently. Yeah, yeah, I did. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. It's good to join the club. It's a it's a terrible club. Um, you're right at the bottom once you get once yeah. you get into that world. Yeah. You know what's funny? You know, I, I didn't really think too much of it with the whole, you know, black belt thing, right? Because we never cared about belts or whatever. But mm -hmm. I saw this video on, on on social media about uh this guy went into, I think I think it was New York, he went on the sidewalk. So he did a social experiment where he stood in the gi in, in his white belt, tried to shake hands with everybody. White belt, nobody shook his hand, nobody stopped, take pictures of him, nobody paid attention. So then he switched to a black belt. Everybody shaking his hand. Everybody taking pictures with him. So I think I saw that one. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, but it's also well, pretty true. <laughs> well, that's how those um, that's how those McDojo guys take advantage of people, right? Yeah, just throw on exactly. the black belt. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But I will say that that to earn that was an accomplishment. I must say, especially in a Jiu-Jitsu, you know, you know, you know how hard it is to get a black belt in Jiu-Jitsu. I mean, especially back then. Now, yeah. now it's a little bit different. It's it's definitely different now. They think they have more more black belts now. Uh, I think the thinking is a little bit different now. They're going to throw more people into that world. Uh, yeah. Or you know, they held. Uh, there's some strategy too of holding guys to yeah to fight at at certain belts too. Right. But yeah, you remember how rare it was, you know, to see a black belt, you know what I mean? You know, like, wasn't as common as it is now, you know? But yeah, it's definitely more common now. I mean, shit, they gave me one, so. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. Apparently anybody can, anybody can do it. But yeah, it does take a lot of time. It does take some time. And, um, you know, it's one of those things that um, it really doesn't matter what the belt is because purples are basically as good as browns. Browns are basically almost as good as blacks. And every now and yeah. then you get like a blue that's better than, you know, the blue belt kids in Brazil that's probably better than, you know, half yeah. of us out here. Did Did you see that Matt, Matt Arroyo video where he said like, I think he said something about Hannah Gracie told him it's like the two, two years or 10 years and 20 pounds rule or something like that. No, what is that? Uh, I, I don't know exactly. I can't remember off the top of my head, but if it's like, if the guy is a blue belt and he's 20 years younger than you, then he's probably supposed to be a purple belt. Or It's basically comparing age, mm. age, skill, and uh, size. They're comparing how he differentiates the two from each other. Yeah, I guess. It's, um, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't automatically mean anything. It's more just a representation of the time that you put in, right? Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, I think that's something that people starting out should realize, you know, because everybody who starts out, they want to be black belt right. know, next week. But it's it doesn't it's not not going to mean much. It's there's always going to be variables and um, it's just it's just for yourself. Right. It's not it's not for anybody else. Right. I was I was actually one of those guys that we all talk about, you know, the blue belt, get your blue belt and then quit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I was one of those guys. Fortunately, I was able to come back and finish, you know. <laughs> well, when you get your blue belt, you're supposed to quit, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you can come back, you know, 10 years later if you want. Yeah. That is that is the path. <laughs> so what kind of uh, training has been going on in preparation for this? Is it more? Is it the same? Is it different? Um. This one is, I guess, I guess it's the same. The focus for me this time is more, uh, I've been trying to focus a lot on my cardio as far as not getting tired and stuff like that. Mm. Whereas, um, the last match I had, uh, the weight, the weight cut did, I thought it would be okay. The weight cut did take its toll on my cardio though. So I'm trying mm. to just, um, this time focus more on, uh, not getting tired, keeping the pace. You know, for people that are non-competitive, um, the the cardio that it costs you to do an event with the heart rate and the lights and all that stuff must take it out of you a little bit faster than your average day training, right? Most definitely. Yeah. So I think people, some people don't realize that, but everybody's got to realize, you know, you're in the crowd yelling at the guy to do something. And it's not as easy as uh, just being yelled at and doing yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Take them down. Take them down. Yeah, yeah take, okay. just take them down. Okay. <laughs> stand up. Just stand up. Like all exactly. the casual MMA fans, right? Just stand up. Yep. Best advice ever. All punch them. Punch them. Kick them. Kick them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why the spectators are so so good. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Everybody's a hero in the crowd. You got to remember that. Everybody's an expert, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's uh, once again coming up March 2nd, Saturday, 2 p.m. start time. Lots and lots of matches. And I think uh, I think that everybody should go to this uh, if you have the chance. It's um, like like we talked about, the more often the event comes around, it does not, doesn't have that um, energy as the first time it, it might still be good but it's not going to have that same energy so you don't want to miss out on something like this if, if you have the opportunity to go definitely all right well thank you for um, talking uh, about this uh with me it's i'll get this out before the event comes up and we will um on a side note we're missing somebody from the normal conversation yeah uh, yeah all right so somebody's Decided to be selfish tonight, so you know. He's selfish and take care of his family when <laughs> he knows that the priority is conspiracy theories and aliens. Yeah, we're we're trying to get this podcast off the ground. You know, what yeah. this one guy is not he's not holding his weight in this agreement. Yeah, but you know what I think? I think that I think that he's still he's still researching and, and he's he's just not quite ready. I will say this, the man has a lot to say. He, I, I respect, I respect the knowledge that he possesses on the on the on the topic. Yeah, you, um, 
you know, the, the most recent thing was the constellations and the moon that he was talking about. Why we always see the same constellations if we're if we're in orbit and the moon is the moon is where it's at and we're moving around we but we see the same constellations. He has he has a lot more stuff too. That's old stuff you're talking about. He's got new stuff. Oh, all right. He's got all new right. stuff. All right. Well, so next time uh, we'll, we'll get this out, but the next time we'll we'll have him back to to join us and talk about aliens and. Uh, you know, some jujitsu, but mostly conspiracies and aliens. I cannot wait. <laughs> All right. I cannot we'll wait. <laughs> we'll, we will do this again. All right. Saturday, March 2nd. Uh, get your tickets. You can go uh, to Eventbrite. I'll put the link in the episode description, and we'll, we'll call that a night then for this. Thanks again for being here, and good luck on your upcoming fight match. Thank you, brother. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Okay. <laughs>